Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man, I hope I don't get in trouble. <laughs> what do I care? Oh, man. I don't know, man. Robert Palmer asking us. We're looking for clues right now here in Louisville. Because uh, I've got a couple questions to ask. First off, um, I guess a less than stellar performance, let's call it that, from Lou City in Memphis. Still fine, still in first. All good. Finally, this road trip will end uh, Wednesday. Get us back in Lynn Stadium so we can root them on. Speaking of needing to root people on, the clues we're really looking for, we're spending a lot of this uh, show on. Uh, man. We've hit some uh, rough sledding with racing after, uh, man, it was a tough performance last week. Let's just Let's call it what it is. Look, it's all about being honest, right? Sorry, I love Robert Palmer. Because you know what we're doing? We're looking for clues, man. Uh, goodbye, Robert. Rest in peace, too. He was, what a great performer. Anyway... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joe Val, and I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast. The show is dedicated to Louisville soccer, Louisville City, and Racing Louisville. Um, Also, other things when the time is appropriate. But this week, it's an abbreviated show. I've got too much going on right now. Trying to get ready for this job I start next Monday. Uh, Very abbreviated, only one or two segments, and uh, we're going to move on. But, uh, yeah, we're looking for clues right now. Uh, it's been a <laughs> not the greatest weekend uh, to be a Louisville professional soccer fan, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to break it down a little bit, <laughs> and you all are going to listen in, and, and uh, we're going to be happy at the end of it somehow. I don't know how. But anyway, no segments other than talking to Joey this week. Let's get right to it. Okay, man, getting ready to do a little coverage of Lou City and Racing Louisville here once again with my friend Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, sir. How about I'm yourself? doing okay. I hear I saw on uh, online that you have another 800 series. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How, Thank you. How, yes. how many of those is that? That is number 12. Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Good for you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Well, um, anyway... Uh, not trying to be too morose as we get on with talking about this stuff, but let's start with Lou City and um, uh, what turned out, you know, a, a a game where clearly the superior team and, and not the superior result. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those games how we have two goals in seven minutes and then nothing. Yeah. The rest of the game. Um, and you just get to the point where, yeah, we, we dominated that game uh, on the road, 64% of possession. Yep. 15 shots, Jeez, oh yeah. but only one technical, what, what, what foot mob and USL call big chance created, which was, well, the goal, the goal, uh, you know, and it's just one of those games where they just weren't clicking completely. No, I, it was, you know, it, it, it seems so weird. Like I said, I thought we were going to have a horse race after the, after the first seven minutes, the goal was, was another tremendous goal. Yeah. You know, and you're sitting there saying, all right, man, this is going to be great. And then uh, at least it's going to be entertaining. And, and and then you see as the game goes on, we're clearly the superior team, talent-wise, mm-hmm. 
uh, tactically, I mean, I never felt like, I mean, that, the first goal was a kind of a fluke. Um, yeah. Given an, another turnover, and, and you know we've had more than enough of those this year. Yeah. Um. And and then you just settle. And then just go ahead. I'm sorry. And I'm just going to say, like, I'll just get, if we want a high note, Cam's goal was one of the best headers I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, man. To somehow outside the box to get that underneath the bar. <laughs> so cool. I mean, that's become his trademark this season. Yeah. It's just whatever it is, just set pieces and headers. And I, I'm not even sure how many he has. All, well, how many he has all season? I, I haven't even looked to be honest with you. And then how many of them are headers? You know, because, well, his most recent run of form has a lot has been a lot from his head. Right, right, right. It's it's uh, you know it, it, to see that happen, and then once again, I at no point in either half are you watching Memphis and you're saying to yourself, "All right, we better look out. This could be a problem." Yeah, I've never. Th- th- it's just. You know, I use the word feckless to talk about Indy's attack. It was yeah. the, I'm talking about their team. This is yeah. why it just felt so disappointing. Yeah, this is a game where with the talent difference we had, with the skill difference we had, mm-hmm. I don't care how you do it, you go out and you get that second goal. Yeah. I, I, you know, and they just didn't seem they just didn't seem to find find the lock, the the the, the missing puzzle piece, whatever it was. For the rest of the game, and the lineup was solid. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's again. It's it's a lineup. If we started the playoffs tomorrow, I could see that being the lineup. Yeah, and I did see one thing that was a little. I wasn't disconcerting. I would say I was a little surprised. I saw a lot of attacking with Kadeem on their right, our left, which is Joe Go's side. Yeah. Where they started having some success. Mm-hmm. Really don't want to see that. <laughs> the last. No, couple, but okay. again. Mm-hmm. But th- that's what they're going to do because, as we've mentioned multiple times on this on this podcast, mm-hmm. is Jogo loves to get forward, yeah. and we don't have that technically gifted central midfielder who sits back and covers that space. No, we don't. You know, a lot of our mentality is we get forward. Yeah, and you, you can't. Remember. And that that opens that opens up our back, and a lot of the times that is driving down that left. That's why Jogo is uh, he's near the league lead in assist. Right. Yeah, but you know mm-hmm. how many how, how many goals have we given up because of that open space? You're right, and that's you know, I guess it's, it's a trade off, and, and it is. You know, um, the only positives I can remember that I could really be happy of was you know seeing Corbin Bone out there was great. Yeah, and he looked he looked fine. He, when I say fine, I mean he looked, you know, he looked mobile. You didn't see whatever was yeah. going on. I mean, do, do you know what was going? I still don't know. I've never never heard anything. You know, so I don't know what the issue is or what was going on. But he was out there and he was doing his thing, so he looked okay. Um, and and you know, and, and he, he could be the key to the postseason run, right? Is having that guy who 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 can move between the lines, right? And he's one of our best guys at getting between the lines. Now you take a look at that, and that's one of the things I was wondering about. You look at the lineup, which I love that eleven. I really do love it, minus mm-hmm. some of the some of the some of the shitbirdery that's going on defensively. Yeah. Um, you are who do you sub bone in for to make that lineup better? If I'm if Corbin Bone is the one coming in, mm-hmm. as much as I might be hurting you here, mm-hmm. hurting you, mm-hmm. Jorge Gonzalez yeah. is the guy that that, that that comes off. I understand. And he did come off early too. Yeah, he did. I think was it another injury? I believe. I believe so. But he's also the guy where you know if we if we want to keep our best attackers on the field right now. Right. The the guy most guys in form are Own B Cam and Hopin. Absolutely, and Hopin put another great shift in too. You can't. I, I can't. That's what know. he does. You know, that's what he's been doing this season. He just hasn't had a ton of the stats to back it up. Mm-hmm. But he's been one of our most consistent guys in the last two months. 
Yeah, and, and so so you're basically switching out. You keep the formation. I don't think the formation would change. Um, no, and and also it gives us more of a flat three in the middle, right? Because you're not expecting right, right, right. Because Jorge's going to get up. Um, I guess he's going to get up a little further. You're never going to confuse Jorge for a central midfield, right? Exactly. He's going to get up further. Yeah. So, all right. I mean, I, I mean, I could see that, and I could see. Um, I guess, or, or you know, or are you, or, you know, you put Hopano on the bench and let him come in and be that fire plug if you need it right. in the last 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. But, but either way, I think it's it's going to be taking one of those more pushing attackers off. Right. It was just this was disappointing because th- this game was winnable and. Oh yeah, you know, against the talent level, they just don't have the bodies to compete. And now we're going yeah. into a midweek game, uh, which will be Wednesday night against Atlanta, who is a, just like a thorn in our right, heel. Which you mentioned in the last every podcast. time we play them. Yeah, and and I don't, man, I don't. We need three. I, I yeah. look. I mean, do we? We don't need three to stay in first place because I think we're still four up. No, we're no, we're we're one up, but with a game in right, hand. Right, right, okay, okay, one up with a game in hand, and. and so, man. And then Birmingham has Sporting Casey. Right, which is <laughs> three yeah, for but, Birmingham. I, yeah. Well, you know, you, you just never know. Because, yeah. you know, this you know, this this central division has been one of the most tightly contested divisions. Yes, it is. And on any and on any given night, someone's been a thorn in someone's side. Yeah. So I guess it's gonna come down, they're gonna slug it out for the last few games. Uh for and I'm telling you, man. I mean, Tampa Bay Phoenix, yeah, you know these are the teams to beat. Um, yeah, I, you know I I don't see us getting that number one position. So hopefully we glide in. Hey, but we, go ahead, I'm sorry. we've never had we, we've never had it before, and it served us well. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you, you know, know. So I'm not even thinking about that anymore. Speaking about things, and, and that's I have nothing else to say about the game because I'm just it was it was it was pretty disappointing. Yeah, you know, there's nothing new that we saw out of the game where you're like, okay, that's a new wrinkle or a new twist. Yeah, uh, it's just we had the talent. We're clearly the superior team, um, and, and just got the one point in, a, in what just became a slot. That field too, man. I you know, yeah. you know, I hate to say it, and I don't want to be one of those guys because we were at Slugger for all those years. But but Slugger Slugger was the pristine baseball field in the USL among the baseball fields. I hear that. So, Our field staff was amazing. Yes, they were the ones we've been on. The ones we've been on this season, out in was it Tulsa? Yep. Tulsa was a nightmare. Memphis is, was a nightmare. Yeah. You know? I, so, it, you know, you know what? After after mind kudos to the to the staff yep. at Slugger yep. for all for taking care of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good call. Good call. And uh yeah, I don't know what else to say about it except hopefully they go in Wednesday night and put in a convincing performance to get us get us uh, smiling because we're gonna need it in, because in in this damn road trip. Yeah. Get three points get and get off the road. <laughs> Jeez, it feels like it's been, it feels like it feels like I've aged five years since I've been to Lynn. No, man, and 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 you know, well, finally we'll get a home game Sunday. But um, you know, speaking of teams that are struggling, <sighs> I guess we got to move on to the racing deal. Break, break out the liquor. Oh my god, break out break, the break liquor. Break out the hard stuff. Break out the hard stuff. I mean, look, I, I, look, we, they're supporting the team and wanting them to win, and then there's yeah, it, you have to be honest about it. Right, and you can't just sit there and, and oh, just support them. Oh, just support. No, I'm of course we're going to support them. That's not the point. You know, of course we're going to support them, 
But we have to be honest. That was abysmal. That was an abysmal effort. You know, there was some okay stuff that went on in the second half. Otherwise, ouch. I, I don't know. what I mean, yeah. <sighs> holy crap. This was one of the first first times, well, one of the few times, I should say, I've turned off a game. Yeah, man. I, I, when they went down, when they in that second goal went in, mm-hmm. I, I just went, they're, they're, they're not coming back. Yeah. You know, you know, and I hate to do that, but I go, I'd rather spend my mental energy elsewhere. Right. You just, when, when, look, there's, there's, I understand a talent deficit. Okay. I really do understand a talent deficit. You have to respect that. This is an expansion side, you know, and, and expansion teams, I mean, ac- across the board. I mean, I looked back literally like a dork on Sunday over the last 50 years at expansion teams in, in major sports. When you take away huge league expansions like hockey, hockey, yeah. you know, they had a couple of expansions where they added six teams. So that's, yeah, yeah. you know, one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Sure. When you take away those types of expansions, there's never been an expansion team that's made a playoff when you only have one or two teams that are being mm-hmm. added to a league with a league that already has 10 teams in it or at least eight. So, yeah. you know, you, you know, you know, I know some people are saying, "Oh, well, you don't, you know, you know, we didn't make the playoffs," and I was really hoping for the playoffs. I was never hoping for anything except showing, having a decent showing, and looking respectable. Yeah. When you have that kind of game, and look, I understand Nadia is gone. I understand Ebony was off on international duty, right. you know, but I, but at the end of the day, these are still professionals. Absolutely. And there's a standard to reach. Right. And the big thing that that that, that I I just got to harp on is. We haven't seen progress in the last month, a month and a half. No, sir. If anything, we've seen regression. Yeah. You know, maybe it was we came in and no one knew what to look for with us, so we caught teams off guard some more. Okay. Well, I, the mystery's been solved, or whatever it is, because you know we have not looked that competitive outside of the Challenge Cup, or not the Challenge Cup. I'm sorry, the the Women's Cup. And let's be honest about the Women's Cup. Look, I don't want to be a jerk about this, but we held on. We held on by our fingertips for most of those yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it was. It was. You know, and, it's wonderful to get the cup, and they deserve it, and they won, and and you know, it's something to be celebrated. But since then, this has just oh, been. The, it, this we're bobsledding, we, and it's since then we've looked like a JV squad. Yeah, we lost our coach. Which let's you know, start with that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just been. And, and speaking of that, at this point, if we're being brutally honest out here mm-hmm. right now, I almost say let's save Mario from this embarrassment yeah. and let's get him back with the youth full time. Right. And that's that's the, you know, I don't care if he's just a caretaker anyway. And that's really what I wanted to spend most of my time talking about here is let's start with Mario. Mario Sanchez has been a blessing for this side and a blessing for this organization. He's a wonderful yeah. guy and he's done a great job starting this academy at working when when uh when uh, uh who I'm mean, asked the coach. Our previous Hackworth when Hackworth was here. Yeah. Okay. So he did a great job, they, you know, setting that up. And there's, you know, there's progress in that. Why? I understand he's yeah. got to be the interim coach. Hopefully, is you know, or let me say, hopefully, what's what's the call here? Is he going to be the man moving I don't, forward, yeah. or do we just move I don't him think back? So. Neither do I. He's and the he, thing is, this I love Mario. He's fantastic at what his day job is, right. his main job. Yep. But we haven't seen anything different. No. You know, no. and this is still the same group of players. Nothing's changed. Right. And and the, the announcer who, who who's doing colors said something very said something that was really telling. It's like or they, they had this diamond set up in the midfield, right? Mm-hmm. It's not working. You're trying to win a game and you know it's not working. 
why not change it? And yeah. why not make the adjustment to see what you can do more competitively? Or are you trying to work on the system? Well, if you're working on the system, look, let's be dead honest here. they got about five games left. Four or five of these players are not going to be here next year. A couple of those yeah. players that were on that field will not be here next year. And may not be in the NWSL period. Right. So it's, you know, this is where I got a little confused and I was wondering if this is, you know, Mario's coaching experience at, you know, doing this as opposed to something else and where that may have showed a little bit. Mm. You know, win the game, you know, be more competitive in the game or work the system, working the system with people who are probably not going to be here and you're getting your ass kicked. I don't know, man. This is, I, you yeah. know, I've, I've got to be, I hate being, I hope this doesn't come off shitty. I'm not trying to be shitty to the guy. No, but. But but the stats back you up, and they're not all on Mario. Right, right. But if you're, if you're ready for this, <laughs> Go ahead. we are only behind Kansas City in goal score. Jesus. We have the least shots in the league by 40. Mm. We have the least corners in the league by 10. Right. So if you think this might just be an attacking problem, well, hold on for your hats. Yeah. Michelle Bados leads the league in saves, but she's also given up 10 more goals Jeez, Louise. than second place. We've only had 48% of the possession on average. And we've only won the possession battle in eight of our 19 games, including only four of those at home. Yeah, man. So overall, whether it's talent deficiency, lack of coaching, lack of structure, system, whatever it may be, it hasn't worked. Right. And it hasn't worked on any of the fronts. Mm -hmm. You know, we are the least we, – we are the least – threatening team in the attack right. and we're the most porous one in defense right it's, and that's not a playoff setup and that's also not a recipe to get people out to games no and that's that's the next thing i wanted to so thank you i wanted to talk about that you know we're talking about the gate and the amount of people that come to games and so on and so forth and it's important to get eyes on this team now because you know three years from now two years from now who knows what's going to happen mm -hmm. you know Actually, well, and, and, go ahead. and also, you know, who wants to come out at three three p.m. on a Sunday in the middle of the sun right. to watch your team get its head beaten in? Yeah, and 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 that's, you know, let, let me okay, let me let me go. I definitely want to talk about that too. Okay, um, go on. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Please. Uh, the, the 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 previous point being that when when you don't have. Um, when you don't have visibility of people at games and the excitement at the games, with the, now, now, of course, I'm not saying the fans aren't excited. Of course they're excited. You know, you've got that core supporter group of people who are very vocal and very into it, and that's great. There's nothing wrong. Of course, that's, that's wonderful. But you want more of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been speculating on two or three different angles on how to make that happen. Obviously, winning is the most important if you're winning people will come watch you um if you're competitive people will come watch you if you're yeah. losing people will stay home that's just yeah. the way that i don't care what sports team we're talking about you know a professional sports team people are going to come to the games more if you're winning but the second thing yeah. is you just touched on the time of the games sunday at three o'clock you know i talked about that with ken too a couple weeks ago okay but what do you change it to? You, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, because the problem is, is getting as many people to a match as possible at home. I don't know what that is. Friday night? Do we start doing Friday night games? Yeah, but then Friday night you start hitting on other other things here in the city. Right. You know, we still have a proud high school football tradition. Very proud, right? 
you know, and and you start hitting on other things where Friday night, maybe that's where people go to the bars instead of go to games. Right. Right. Friday night, you also hit the end of the work week. So people still have to get off work, go home, you know, change and then get to the stadium right. when they can. You know, and and it's it's it, it was always going to be when I looked at that schedule, like, OK, when is the next racing game? Holy, wow. Like it's a Sunday. It's a, it's never a Saturday. It's always a, a, a Wednesday during the week on the road or a Friday night or a Sunday afternoon. You know, they just don't have any stability to that schedule. So and mm-hmm. and and it's always just going to be an issue because you're also hitting just weird times. Right. You're competing against U of L football, and now on Sundays you're competing against the NFL. Right. And and that's not as huge a thing here in Louisville, but it still matters. Yeah. So now I'm going to ask a hard question, and it's time. And like I said, I, I'm asking these questions because people's got people have to ask them. People have yeah. people have to be honest about this instead of the rah rah bullshit, which I. I have no problem with rah rah rah, sis boom ba. Let's you know, let's go, let's go. But you, the, honesty is where you find solutions, dude. I don't know unless this team gets successful quick in the next couple mm-hmm. of years. I don't know how solvent this deal is. I'm being blunt. Yeah, I'm just being honest. I, 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 I yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, because success is the key. If if you're going to be struggling, Louisville's not a big city. All right, when you start comparing mm-hmm. it to the other, look, what are you comparing it to? Washington, D.C., New York? Yeah. Come on. I mean, you know, it's not a big city. It's a great city, but it's not a big city, and you're competing all the time. You know, this is a city where, you know, you mentioned louder than life, and you have to compete against louder than life. Well, there's yeah. cities where there's three music festivals still going on at the same time, and still people are showing up because just of the raw size of the city. Well, and, and then also here, you know, you you know, we got two teams as well competing for people's money. Right. And and I've I've had chats with people who go, yeah. And when they go head to head, I have to make a decision. Yep. I don't go to both. Right. There aren't many people like me who have both season tickets. Right. Right. And I think I think if you're looking for the solution here or, or what the the hope is, mm-hmm. the key is they have to hit the next coaching pick out of the park. That. And you have to be extremely critical this offseason on who you who you keep and who you let go. Right. But before that, you've got to have a coach in place. I mean, how many times have we seen it with 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 other professional sports organizations, mm-hmm. who the GM and the the players are selected before the coach gets there, and then all hell breaks loose. Right, and, and but and now so the first thing the first thing they got to do is find that person, okay. whoever it is. Now, which is, I, I, and I'd I would love to see it happen before the end of the season. Right, but it, we know it's probably not. No. But it would be great to see them come in and get a run with these players, so they can figure it out themselves. Mm-hmm. And but yes, they have to hit that next coach. They have to hit on it. Which leads to the next thing, and that is if, let's say, revenue-wise, we've heard a lot of talk about NWSL. I guess the the, league, the, the players are trying to form a, a, a union. I believe that that's what's going on right now. Um, and they're talking about revenue, and I know there's hashtags flying around, uh, no, uh, what's it called, no side gigs or something like that. Um, okay. Whatever whatever that hashtag is, no side hustles or something like that. Um, yeah. Now, I'm talking completely as I'm blind. I have no idea what the revenue stream is. I have no idea how much money they draw. Now, if you're trying to bring a, a coach in here f- into the Louisville area where you're already talent deficient, and the money really isn't there to bring somebody in. I think you're fighting with one and a half arms behind your back as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything. Like I said, I'm not. I I, I don't know if the. And I want all the players. I've said this. I want them to make a million bucks. 
I mean, I'm yeah. not. I would love to see this team take off, but you, you have to be analytical and honest about it. And I'm wondering how you bring in a top-notch coach into mm-hmm. a league where I don't know how much money they're bringing in, and then you have a team that's struggling. Where basically the only way you're going to build it is off the draft. You might be able to bring a free agent in here, or yeah. two, maybe. I don't know how much money the ownership here in Louisville is is committed to to, to bringing in new players. Maybe it's a lot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, the point being there with the coaches, you know, who are you going to bring in and how much money are you willing to spend is the money there to do this. Well, well the, 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 the one hopeful thing I've seen is throughout this season, mm-hmm. whether good or bad, our front office has been aggressive right. in bringing people in. Right. You know, whether they panned out or not, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, right. But they have not been afraid to pull the trigger on bringing people in. Right. Now, we do not know the financial background of those decisions. Right. You know, for all we know, Ebony Salmon could have came in on a a, a, a $300 a week deal. Right. <laughs> you know, for all we know. Or Nadia could have been brought in on a on $1,000 a week. Who knows? Right. But the thing is, the, the that, that's one of the, 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 the light of hope uh, things I have is they've been aggressive. They've been bringing people in. They have not been afraid to do that. Right. But the problem is... Who's making those decisions, and are they making the right ones? Right, and, and, and like I said, it still comes down to money. Everything comes down yeah. to money. So, so you know, ESPN wrote an article on it. Okay. Um, there, there is the NWSLPA. Right. Represents two hundred players. Okay. 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 Uh, is currently engaged in talks with right. the NWSL to craft the first CBA, the collective bargaining. Right. Agreement. So that's the question. So the union does exist. They're just trying yes. to come up with the CBA. All right. That's I, that's what I was. Yes. I wasn't one hundred percent sure. Of. Now Very good. they're seeking significant increases in the minimum player salary, which is currently. The minimum player salary has to be twenty-two thousand, right. and often requires players to have second jobs. Right, and uh, you were correct; it is the hashtag "No More Side Hustles" campaign. Right. Okay, so but you know what? This is a problem. This is not just an NWSL problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's across uh, U.S. sports that aren't the big four. Yeah, you know, in, in player salaries, you know, USLs had this issue. We God, God forbid, minor league baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and, and indentured servitude that's there. Yeah, that is. It's crazy. Uh, I, I hate that setup. I but, hate but, that setup. But the NWSLPA, well, that's a lot of acronyms in this article. <laughs> it, the NWSLPA did, is becoming or has become the AFL-CIO's 57th affiliate. So they are a formal oh, okay. union organization. All right. So I hopefully, now here's, like I said, I'm, and I'm glad for that. I want to see them make as much money as they can. The problem is, how much money is there? I just, yeah. you know, this when you're averaging about six thousand yeah. tickets a game, and I don't and know that's what gone down right in the last few few games. I would say easily right, and they're saying sixty four hundred watching TV. If there were three thousand people at this game, that was a lot. Yeah, um, and I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to be shitty to them. It's just you, you, like I said, it, yeah. it, it, it without being honest about it, you can't evaluate it correctly and and come up with good solutions or 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 come up with 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 uh, some sort of honesty about what you're watching, um, mm-hmm. so you've got let's say you are six thousand people. Let's say you have let's let's just say there were six thousand, and you've yeah. got ticket sales, you've got merchandise, and you know whatever revenue that generates. And plus, then you have your overhead, whatever the overhead is, yeah. insurance, so on and so. Because the insurance and medical bills are forget about it. <laughs> They've yeah. got to be high. I mean, it's just it's a sports team. Come on, so. You know, how much money do they have? Let's say they come back and say, oh, look, we're, we're your minimum, you're going to have to pay us X amount a year. Minimum is going to be this. 
Suppose they raise the roof a quarter. Well, it's not going to be a quarter million. That's a lot. Let's say they raise the yeah. roof a hundred thousand bucks. Hundred thousand bucks to this team's a lot of money. You know, I, I, I uh, you know, per, per year, just on on the player salary, because then you got the coaches and you got the, the medical staff, and it's it's the reason I'm bringing this up is very tenuous, and and you know, the, it's there's so much going on that the hope is is that they can raise their level of play and bring more people in here. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, you know, it's man, this isn't a fun conversation, but it's an honest one. <laughs> no, it is. But at the same time, I'm going to put my faith in soccer holdings. Yeah, man. I, so am I. You so know? am I. So I, I've seen that, you know, this is their first big, well, I'm not going to say first big challenge because, you know, they had to navigate the waters post O'Connor. Right. Uh, and post hack. Actually, they had to navigate. But, they had to navigate the waters pre O'Connor. <laughs> and, and they had to navigate the, the Louisville Slugger waters. Right, right, so right. So I think they know a thing or two about surviving. Absolutely. When it comes to finance. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I trust them to figure out the solution. And I think another thing to keep in mind is with the NWSL, Mm -hmm. I think they would, I'm not going to say anything sketchy about it, right? but I think they would, they would, they would like to avoid another Kansas city fiasco, right? You know, where they had to relocate a team. Yeah, man. And the previous Boston too, they had to relocate. Was it Boston? They had to relocate too. It was a new England. I believe so. Right. Um, but you know, I think, I think they're going to want to avoid those fiascos in the future too. Right. So, you know, whether they would do anything to assist with that either, that's a conversation for another day. Right. And when that, but at the, but at the end of the day though, I, if you want to put a, a, a cheery glint on it, I'm going to put my faith in soccer holdings who in this year that has just been a complete shit show. Yeah, man. It is coming to, it's coming to a, 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 a a correct end yeah. <laughs> so far. Like with all that, with all, with everything that's going on, this is, this is just the way the ship is sinking with racing right now. And just, they need to give us something over these last four five, six games. Yeah. And I wish them the to best. Cling on to. Yeah. Because they really have played their hearts out. And you know, there's a lot of, there is, there's two things I'll give them a plus on. I got two more things I want to touch on two things yeah. that I definitely want to give them that, that are definitely in the, are in the good side of the ledger credits. I think they have a core, a nucleus of players that they can definitely build on. There's about five or six players there that you could add talent to, and you've got yourself a competitive team. So when you start talking okay. about McCaskill and Fox and and okay. um, um, some other, uh, um, Betos, um, yeah. let me see, Matthews. I'm doing this off the top of my head. Um, sure. CC. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's players. You have a core. Bonner. There's a there's a core. There's a nucleus of players. That you yeah. can build around. The second thing that they definitely have is they've got this academy here, which seems to yeah. be kicking off very well. And, you know, I wonder if, with the news coming out this week, I wonder if they don't field a team in the USL. USLW. Right. The, the, that's That was my final point. Is that uh, suppose they – is there is there a two-team in the future? Well, it's not – it wouldn't be a two-team. Because technically, I, I read up on that just before getting on here with you. It's a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. It's a pre-professional league. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it is. It is technically. Um, let me find this here. It's technically for people uh, who are amateurs. Right. No. Okay. So, awesome. So, I didn't know. So that. let me find this. It's technically amateurs, college uh, players. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. It is. I know it's college players, pro players who are currently not under contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's open to elite youth players, collegiate players, aspiring professionals, and former professionals. Right. So it's open up to that whole group there. Mm-hmm. And with our academy and there not being kind of a place for them to play, mm-hmm. 
that might be the best route. Maybe. I just, you know, I was you know? wondering how that could fit into this. Um, within the hopes that, you know, this thing starts to climb a little bit. And that's really what we all want to see. We want to see this team succeed. We want to see NWSL succeed. We want to see first division yeah. women's soccer become a force. And, um, excuse me, some of the, some of the things that go on, um, you know, you have to ask questions because yeah. to just sit there and cover our eyes and say, everything's going to be fine. You know, that's, you know, that's, that's just not the right way to do it. It's not fair. It's not fair to the fan and, base. Well, and, and one thing I will give, it's not an excuse, right? but it is something is, is I hate making excuses for teams, but I mean, this team had its coach, you know, taken away or, or dismissed mm -hmm. and at the crucial point of a season too, right. when we were still kind of in a playoff on yep. and that's not going to be easy to rebound from that. No. No, you know, but not. at the same time, you're still a professional who has to put in a shift, yep. and we haven't seen that lately. Yeah, there's, there's, there, we have some glaring holes that need to be addressed. Sorry, I it just. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and you want good news to end on? Please. At least we're not Washington. We're not Washington. <laughs> you're not. You know, we didn't have our Ooh. coach banned for life. Yeah, man. From what the is, league. This league has got some serious shit going on. I don't oh. know. It's not. And there's for only oh my for gosh. only ten teams. <laughs> Ten, man, you know, with two, I think they're adding two more next year, right? I think they're trying. Yes. Yeah, you got the team in yeah, Los San Angeles, San Diego, and Angel City, and San Diego. So, oh boy, <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah, fun. I can't wait. I cannot wait for lifetime to start a new series as the soccer ball rolls <laughs> with everything that goes on in the NWSL. Like Sam's tune in this week to grass. see why Coach Holly was fired. Yeah, man. Tune in next week to see what goes on in Washington. Right. Tune in next week to see what happens with the players negotiating CBA and and. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, hey, we'll be here for it. We will. <laughs> Joe, we man. Will, as, long, as long as that's not 3 p.m. on a Sunday. Hear that, brother. Man, I really appreciate you jumping in and, and doing this. Uh, thanks again for uh, being a part of it. No problem. Happy to always help. All right. Well, folks, that's it. <laughs> Very short show this week. I love doing the gag bits, and I love having Ken in here. Like I said, we just, you know, there's a lot going on. Getting ready for this new job on Monday. There's a lot of technical stuff I got to get ready for, and uh, it is what it is. And I know it's you know we're a little grumpy right now because we didn't get the results that we wanted, and a lot of questions about specifically some of the stuff going on in NWSL in general. But you know what? That's okay. We're going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. Uh, you know, like we said with Joey, there's a couple things that uh, that racing can build on. Um, and hopefully that will continue. Very happy to have them here. And Lou City still in first place. You know, so what? You know, look, come on, a road trip. It's been brutal. You don't get to play at home for like a month. <laughs> come on. Or one game in a month or whatever hell it was. But we'll be back Friday night. Uh, a game here with racing. Let's hope that there's a lot of people. And then Sunday, 3 o'clock, Lou City is back here again. Hopefully we'll be uh, we'll, we'll be celebrating a win in Atlanta, and we'll be celebrating another win or win for both teams uh, this weekend. So anyway, folks, thank you so much for supporting the show. L let me get my feet back under me with everything going on, and we'll get regular stuff going on again. Thank you so much for listening. Really, really means a lot. Hopefully you're enjoying it, and uh, hopefully you'll continue to download, share all those good things. Please, really appreciate your support. Once again, for uh, Joey, this is Joe Valla for the Center Forward Podcast. Still looking for clues, but we're going to be fine. Wish you the best. We'll see you again uh, next week. <laughs>